What are you wearing tonight? I'm wearing all day I dream about sexes. Wait a minute. Figuring, I'm figuring out. I get it. Adidas. Adidas. <laughs> all day I dream about sex. You know, the, the problem, Mike, is if, if you became a sneakerhead, you would exclusively collect Chinese knockoffs of brand name shoes because that's what you would enjoy, thus garnering zero investment value for your money at all. Well, I, I do like, I like a bargain. I like to, I like, I like bargains. Yeah. Like uh, when bargains are driven hard, mm -hmm. you know, and there's a lot of Chinese pro. I mean, I bet if any of you were to look at your shirt right now, it would probably say made in China. What are you, or are you you're, still trying to get movie roles in China? You're bowing and scraping to the Chinese government. What? No. Has gone too no. far. I, no, no, I think that I, I guarantee you that some of you have one item of clothing on you that says made in China somewhere. I, I cut the tags off everything I own. <laughs> well, that doesn't mean that it wasn't made there. It's the first thing I do. No, it that stops. doesn't mean that it wasn't it, made there. It loses its character of origin as soon as you cut the tag out. It's like a spell. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think that's how it works. I don't think that's true. And that's not how spells work either. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed pretty mystic when I did it. I, I think a I think a real quantum magician would know that. Well, I what if what if I told you I I burnt the tags in my lab in my quantum lab? <laughs> well, I would say that just by interacting with me, they're bathed in the sonic sound that makes them retain where yeah, they come from. Your... That makes them retain their that makes them retain their mystic land of origin. Don't mix your sound bathing <laughs> with my quantum magic. This is. Let's let's keep these things separate. These if these disciplines were to combine, who knows who knows what calamity could result. That's true. What do you think would happen? I don't know. Giant vinegaroons. Since we're <laughs> yeah, since we're probably, reaching back, I love wow. it. <laughs> probably giant vinegaroons or psychic so, vinegaroons. Mm, you know, there's a lot of magicians now that are into uh, not changing the future but changing the past. Hmm. Have you heard about no, this? I haven't heard I have about not, this. I have not. This is changing the past would change the future, though. Mm, depending on what kind of timeline that you right. That's there's a lot of theories on time travel, and there's a lot of different. You know, if you go back and back and change the past, there's a new timeline that starts out of out of that, but you are still from your timeline, and it depends which timeline you're going to hop to. I'm just saying, I couldn't imagine anything worse than changing the past. And then getting to this point in my life, and it's exactly the same as it is right now. Talking to you guys on a podcast <laughs> nobody listens to. I just—I wouldn't say nobody. I wouldn't say nobody. Uh, we have fans all over the goddamn world. All actually. over the world. Good people all over the world. I've gotten emails, plural, of of people saying the podcast. I listen to it. I exist. No one that's ever reached out to me. Well, that's because you don't have a single uh, social media outlet because you are like to stay in the shadows. <laughs> well, as a quantum magician, I know you don't want to have a lot of yeah. people to have access to you. So True. no, the more the more entangled I get in the world around me, the more likely that one of my quantum spells is going to backfire. So on you or I, on them? Thank you, Mark, for explaining mm -hmm. my total lack of modern social socialization, socializing. I have a story I want to tell you guys uh, that I think you'll enjoy. Could this be characterized as an outcry? No, no, this okay. is... Uh... It started that way. I've got it. Okay. 
Sorry. So I, I, as you know, our, our listeners do not know, but as you know, I had my floors redone recently. So I, I, I'm paying the guys and the main guy's like, you know, he's, he's talking to me or whatever, but the other two guys, one of them's his son and one, some other guy. And they, they won't look at me. They always look down and smile. And I'm like, what is going on? I like what secret, what evil secret did they find in my house while ripping up my floors? And, uh, and then it hit me when I went to the bathroom later is I have a bidet. That's, that seems <gasps> like you jumped several steps of reasoning to get to what? that being a thing they were. What else is about. it that they're not, they, they just got that look on their face. Like I can't look at them without laughing. I think, I think, I think that's classist. Maybe they, maybe they saw your giant collection of board games. Yeah. Maybe it's no, that. those were, those were packed away in another room. All right. They, I bet right. they were digging around through your stuff. And they found something <laughs> weird. What do you think they found? A Ringo. No, I I left that I left them out for him. They took him. Your right. used Ringo. Your used Ringo. I mean, I you know I, I right. wash I clean him off with uh, hydrogen peroxide. I said here you said here's a tip for your tip, mm-hmm. and then you winked right exaggeratedly <laughs> and say you said don't worry you won't come easy. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good Ringo humor, you assholes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, did you, did you, well, I would have invited them in and I would have asked them, see, I think you should get bold in that situation and go, what did you get to try the bidet? How's your, how does your, is your asshole squeaky clean? I think you're right, Mike. I think that's, <laughs> I, I have a bidet on one of my toilets. It's fantastic. Oh, I just, I just, I felt like I was going to go, look, assholes, I'm saving the environment, okay? Yeah, maybe they thought that the, yeah, that was you channeling the bidet. <laughs> you, I feel like any time, if that never, every time I come out of your bathroom, I want to say, I'm feeling a uh, squeaky from. <laughs> like you know, how people just say, "Are you are you holding Caulfield when you're when you have drugs?" You know. Uh-huh. They go, you holding Caulfield? And you're uh-huh. like, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I'll come out and go, hey, are you, I'm squeaky from. <laughs> are you Charlie? Are you, are you implying that's common parlance for having a clean yes. ass? Yeah, squeaky oh, from. Okay. No, I'm not. It's not yet, but I want to start it. And that's, oh, I guess that's, that's really what I want to have. That, that's, the, uh, that's my action item. Uh, for this podcast yes. is to get Squeaky From as a nickname uh-huh. for mm-hmm. yourself or anybody else who has a very clean uh, wiped bot bare bot okay. a, so a bottom if- a bottom that has no that has no fecal matter you know just right. oh, there's gonna be trace a, amounts a, a bottom a rectum an anus that you could eat off of <laughs> I'm imagining. A squeaky from T-shirt is advertised yet again right next to the Rim Reaper. Yes. Oh, yes. Nice. And would what, what, if you have a Dingleberry, you can call it a Manson. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's why we keep oh, you around, Mark. Oh, Mark. That is. That's. I I I do feel bad that I never got to see Manson in concert. <laughs> Just. I just always thought next time, you know, that's why I'm going to see the Rolling Stones in November. 
because you're anticipating that one of them might have some kind of sexual assault thing coming up and you want to, <laughs> I mean, I, I am, I honestly, there probably something happened in the past. Yeah, I think there's no question that there's multiple yeah. accounts of, I don't need to name the crimes, I guess. Oh, alleged crimes. Nah, nah, let's just say they did them. We can say that, right? <laughs> Yeah. Whatever the crimes are, the Rolling think, Stones did them. They are coming back, though. They are coming back in November. Yeah, I've never all, seen yeah. them, and I kind of was thinking I might, but I also don't really like the idea of slugging my way through a stadium worth of people. Yeah, seems a little exhausting. Did you? That ever being have... said, come to any show of mine. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of being in a crowd full of unwashed, buck-toothed morons who who no probably don't even that who, all of whom have never been squeaky from once in their lives. <laughs> so you you played three shows this week, right? Was that what those were like? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, my audiences are. Uh, are kind and <laughs> I would say that I would say every person every person in uh in those audiences was a squeaky from oh. all right yeah did you guarantee that I can only speak to about a third of those people of the over the three nights <laughs> you've seen one third of their assholes recently it was that one third of each night or one night you're like all right everybody line up yeah instead of vaccination cards you have them well, no. I mean, in the club, there was just... <laughs> That's right. I, I, you know, I, I just spent a lot of time in the green room, but I also walked around with a mirror on my shoe a couple <laughs> between sets. Well, were they good shows? I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I already missed that part they of the They were great. Yeah, I did, I did like three shows opening up for Chris Gethard, which was really great. He was really fun and cool to... I mean, I'd, I'd met him before, but I feel like I got a, you know, like, ah, oh, what a cool guy. Um, and then the Dracula's played at a festival uh, that was outside and they had lots of psychedelic. They did that old school thing where they, um, I don't even know what you call it, where you like drip fluids, uh, co- oh, like coloring yeah. fluid, and there's like a spinning plate and they like oh, project yeah. it and stuff like the way they used to for... If maybe if you were to go see one Charles Manson back in the day, that's the exact kind of effect they would use. Maybe at a house party at Dennis Wilson's house, or or the monkeys. If you you know, the monkeys. or the monkeys. You know what I'm willing to bet though? Squeaky from probably not squeaky from. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 you're no, right. Yeah, no way. Well, she's dead, right? No. Are you sure? Tried to. I think she's still in prison because she tried to kill. Uh... Ford, right? Yeah, because she didn't go in with the rest of the gals. She didn't go in with like the initial family. She tried to kill. I know she's paroled. All right. You mean try and kill the president and get paroled? Hinkley's out. I yeah. guess. I mean, she's pretty mentally ill. I think when that happened, but yeah, she tried to kill uh, Ford on September fifth, nineteen seventy-five. Let me read the last two sentences from Squeaky Frome's wikipedia she was released on parole from federal medical center carswell on august 14th 2009 and moved to new york state where she and her boyfriend live in a house decorated with skulls in a 2019 televised interview she said about manson was i in love with charlie yeah i still am wow that's gotta be tough for the new guy he might love charlie too though that might be what they have in common yeah, I feel like most people who meet Squeaky Squeaky From know she who she is ahead of time. Yeah, or you really fucking hate Gerald Ford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you're if you're brand, it it would be weird. Where like that's you know 
that you know she's going to start a TikTok. You're going to want she's going to want to lean in on that on the on the on the crazy uh, Manson stuff. Just do that for a little bit, then you can pivot out into just general skull collection and um, you know maybe presidential assassination kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, give the people what you want. Give the people what they want. They want to know how clean your asshole is and what kind of funny stuff Charles Manson said. I mean, if you're squeaky frome, can't you just like get macrame kits and put macrame kits together and like claim that you braided some of your own hair into each one? You make a mint doing that, right? I mean, it does seem but, like you could, she could easily, like, I'm an artist and just do oh, sure. literally the draw, like just a pen, pen on notebook paper, scribbles of nonsense. And, you know, I mean, probably not sell them for an insane amount, but sell them for <laughs> 50 bucks a pop. And would I consider buying one? Maybe. I don't know. Probably not. But at the same time, it'd be like, wow, it's a squeaky from this piece of American history. Well, no, it doesn't last week. Dave told us about what was the name yeah, of the Yeah, we clown? talked about art last week. Yes, Dave. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Unless Mark decided none of that was usable and then we yeah. didn't talk about Dave at all. But I don't think that's going to happen. But the concept of art being, you know, a lot of it's about the story of the artist and what the artist, and sometimes that's more important than the quality of art. Squeaky Frome, you know, oh, what if Squeaky Frome just did paintings of bidets? <laughs> I would hang that over my bidet. I would too. It's ba- I would I would put a lot of money into that. And she just, you know, if she put a, if she put a bidet, <laughs> a painting of a bidet over my bidet and it just was signed squeaky. Yeah, or just or a painting of a bidet and then Charlie Manson looking at it and saying like, "What is this thing?" Gabadugak, I can see it all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an excellent Charles Manson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I give a Do you think she introduces herself to people as squeaky? I think so. I think the fame is important to her. I don't know. That's a tough one. That's like when you get older and you used to be calling like Mikey your whole life. And you're like, do I want to be, you know, you have that rebranding moment. Like if you want to become... I'm gonna start going by. My name. I'm Ricky Schroeder. I think I'm gonna start going by Rick. I'm on NYPD Blue now, and now he's rebranding as a man who yells at employees of a Lowe's because he has to wear a mask inside. God damn it! I think he just grew up so spoiled with Dragon's Lair in his house in the '80s. (laughs) In that train, I I could do that. Yep. Welcome to INS, the International News Service, your source for the most important weird news from across the globe, with news analyst Kevin Harrison, actor, comedian, and musician Mike Wiebe, and professional commentator Brian Camp. INS, the news you need. A name for our fan base. I like the junior reporters. Junior reporters is good. I was thinking the sick motherfuckers, but 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 sick is spelled S I Q. 
How about that? I think now it has to be the sick motherfuckers. (laughs) I guess. Okay, but it could be and then mother, M-O-T-H-E-R, and then uh, F-A-Q-K-E-R dollar sign. Wow, that's, that's complicated. It is. It's pretty cool, though. It, but it's cool. That's right. Sometimes things are cool because they're complicated. Did you ever, on playing an old, say you're playing Dig Dug and you placed in the top 10, did you ever put F U Q as your initials? As in fuck you, Qbert? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just fuck you, F U Q. You never did that? I do. I do T. I do uh, uh, TKO. The knockout. Oh, nice. mm, mm. Do you know what? Do you know? What I forgot to ask Dave. I forgot to ask him how many bad paintings he has stored, waiting for him to work on. Like, I wonder, does he have like? Because he's got a bunch. Can he ever pass them up if he sees them? Like, I figure, like, if you do that, you have to always capitalize and say, "Nope, I got to get it." You know. Right. But yeah. he can only work so fast, and so just wonder how many he has. I need to apologize <laughs> to all the sick motherfuckers out there for <laughs> failing to ask those two questions. I, I am so sorry. All right. Sorry, Dave, and the sick motherfuckers that we didn't we <laughs> didn't ask the right questions last week. And by we, I mean Brian. <laughs> all right. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison, along with... I am Brian Camp. I'm Mike Weeby, and in the west of the Rockies, high above the highest of high plains, working the satellites from north to south, east to west. Why, ladies and gentlemen, he has his arms folded with bad body language. It's... <laughs> no, who did you got to introduce him again? Not just his name. We got it all till you said his name. What? I fucking said his name's Mark Ryan. What else do I need to say? <laughs> Mark, how are you? Hey, guys. I'm doing good. Hey, right. I, have a, I have a request for tonight. Okay. Yeah. Can, we, can we keep this like a tight three hours for yeah. recording? <laughs> tight three hours. That okay. makes this sound awful. Do we often go over three hours? No, I mean, you know, just, just to help me out with the time yeah. amount of time. You know what? Uh, okay. Let's see what you we can what? do. Let's see what we can do. Let's, Let's get this first... Let's get the first story started. Okay. The first story comes from the Houston Chronicle. Oh, Houston, Texas. Yeah. There's no better vacation destination than a theme park. And this fall, a new unique theme park is scheduled to open near Houston in Katy, Texas. Dig World, a construction-themed adventure park. Dig Dug World? That's <laughs> exactly what I thought. Dig Dug World. No, just Dig World. Wait, but there are monsters that you shoot hoses into, right? And inflate and explode. Inflate and explode. I think they can turn invisible and just their eyes will float around sometimes. In the <laughs> <ground>. oh. <laughs> it's, and so Dig Dug World's going to be in Katy? In Katy, Texas. Will can... you be able to put a hose into an animal's rectum and pump it up until it dies, though? <laughs> The, I mean, there's a t- lot of raccoons that are in trouble right now. <laughs> <laughs> this, I mean, the, you know, the story was not, uh, it wasn't, wasn't specific about rectal, rectal uh, inflations. But you can confirm it's about Dig Dug. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Dig World. What else could it be about? Well, 
Next story. Uh, a construction. So Digworld <laughs> is a construction themed adventure park. It oh, will offer kids God. and adults the chance to operate real construction equipment, including <laughs> excavators, skid steers, and utility terrain vehicles. The park says it wants, quote, to create memorable experiences for families that last a lifetime, as well as educate the next generation about construction and all the possibilities that surround that industry. Digworld is built on a 3.5-acre lot and will include a playground, gem-making station, turf field with yard games. I guess maybe that's where... where uh, do, they serve, do they serve like uh, little cans of juice with paint in them so the kids are stupid and want to get into construction when they get older? <laughs> to keep them on a, mental, on a mental capacity that they are doomed to only work in outdoor... Manual labor to where I remember being like seriously like five and my brother was like four and he was like, I want to be a garbage man. I was like, no, that's not a good job. (laughs) They make good money, man. Yeah, that's a that's a career for life. I'm sure they make more money than I do. They get first pick of everybody else's stuff. Yeah, it's true. It's thrown out. They work in the mornings. They get to work out all day. Well, Gary V, uh, inspirational YouTuber, Gary V says, flipping, if you're not flipping stuff right now, you are wasting your time. <laughs> so I get it. I just sold a Dragon Ball Z figure on the internet for $18, so oh. I would know. What, what did you pay? I don't know. It was just something that was in a tub of stuff. And then I thought, I wonder if this is worth any money, and I sold it. I'm going to start flipping stuff. Did you ever nice. sell your Beanie Baby? Oh, I have. I need to get that up there soon. It's right here still. Uh, as the the grim, the grim. Yeah, it's the it's the Rim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like the Rim Reaper. Yeah, he's got a uh, he he. Uh, <laughs> you got to put a photo of that up, Kevin. That's important. Yeah, to know that he is in fact holding up a Rim Reaper doll. Yeah. Well, how does now? I, I I do have a question about the Rim Reaper, which is how does he have. He's clearly a skeleton, but then he's got a big tongue. Like, all of him decomposed except for his tongue. I mean, you can't... It's literally the only way you can give a rim job <laughs> is with a tongue. I mean, that's... A, yeah. that's a, there you go, Kevin. Touche. Yeah, you know the rim reaper really likes, though? His real targets are? Oh, squeaky oh. froms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the theme park plans to expand across the country over the next two years. Like Kids, one park? Well, it's, it's one, it's one it's, construction park it's now. Literally, they're just, it's just tricking kids into making like new oracles, <laughs> making new like fucking Amazon wish factories and shit like that. Isn't this fun? What the? It's just the worst like fucking Tom Sawyer help me whitewash the fence. <laughs> Kids running construction equipment. What yeah. can possibly go wrong? Yeah. Guess what? You know what's the most fun thing is to get overtime. <laughs> you know, what, what strikes me is how big is this park, Kevin? 3.5 acres, which isn't very big. That's not big for a bunch Especially of... Especially with a bunch of construction equipment. Yeah. I mean, you make it bigger as you, as you, you know, drive some bulldozers around the area. The only thing I will add to this is... Mm. I do know that that children love big trucks. 
So maybe that's that's appealing. Does it cost money to go? I'm sure it costs money. I mean, yeah. that is a scam, yeah. Mike. If you have to pay to go build stuff for other people. Brian, yeah. you, you have a big truck. I got a Ford F-150. <laughs> if you want to drive a Ford in Texas, it's got to be a F-150. Going to drive over some liberals <laughs> and make yourself feel spiffy. Ford. We've got special holders for flags. <laughs> <laughs> Standard. Standard. That's right. I've got a flag on mine right now. Man, kids do love truck. I mean, they love construction yeah. equipment. They really do. Yeah. yeah. Driving down, I, I remember driving down the road and you do this and then the truck driver. For the listener, Kevin is pumping his hand up and down by his head yeah. in a rope horn motion. Yes. Occasionally the trucker would do that, go, er, er, and then go have anonymous sex at a truck stop right down the way. <laughs> And bring home a disease yeah. to his family. All those pedophile truckers just honking their <laughs> horn in gratitude yeah. for a child pumping their fist at him. Yeah. Well, I guess we don't have any trucker listeners anymore. No, I, no, I didn't say <laughs> not all, all truckers. In the Venn diagram, yeah. No, not, there's, there are pedophile truckers and there are non-pedophile truckers. And yeah, they're not always the same thing. They know that. They know who they, they are. That. They know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think every trucker has been in a situation where he's had to fight off uh, a cannibal trucker with a giant uh, lug nut type four way car lug nut changer, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or an oversized wrench. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the huge, like, like cartoon wrench almost. Like a, yeah, like a Final Fantasy VII style oh, size. Nice. You know, that's bigger yeah. than a human body type wrench. You know what? They do need to make one of those games, but just with, instead of highly stylized, crazy hair, anime looking people, just the American worker. Yeah. It's like a, like a guy with a giant wrench. Maybe you could have them. Maybe you could market it somehow with Dig World. Maybe the truckers could use the wrench to fight off uh, vaccinations. <laughs> Don't make those. You know what? <laughs> Don't assume truckers aren't getting vaccinated. I bet. I bet they I'm are. not assuming anybody You're just is outing yourself as a liberal elite right nah, now. There you go. I like to think of myself as an elite liberal. So, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. yes, it is ivory towers, but because they're ivory, they make good for some very stylized graffiti, which I allow. Is is there is there a market for you know people like like t-shirts that just kind of like kind of wryly label them is what they are. Like, is there a market for a t-shirt that just says liberal elite? Probably. It seems like a good troll. It just seems like a shirt that a right. bunch of trolls would like. I mean, I like but that. really there is a shirt that is says liberal elite just doesn't use those words. It says rim reaper. <laughs> <laughs> and has skeleton, <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> Once again, touche, Mike. <laughs> I did want to cover that story about uh, all the people taking horse dewormer instead of to cure COVID instead of getting a free vaccine, ivermectin. But uh, you know, in two two weeks from now, they're going to be He's like a German impressionist, ivermectin, ivermectin. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, two weeks from now, they'll have moved on to some other quack medicine. And so it's it's pointless to, to talk about it now. I think we'll have herd immunity in two weeks, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, it's, it's probably true. Good job.
Our next story comes to us from Cell Stem Cell, a scientific journal on stem cell research. What's it called? Cell, as in a... S-E-L-L? No, C-E-L-L, stem cell. S-E-L-L, S-T-M, C-E-L-L, cell stems. So this is like some kind of genetic marketplace? It's like fucking cyberpunk. That's like some cyberpunk shit. Like, I gotta go get my my upgrades in order so I can... (laughs) Fight the Nakatomi Corporation. Wait, that's not how that went. You're talking about Die Hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but there's still all kinds of like, you know. Nakatomi is a good default corporation, though. It's a good default corporation for you to have to like, they've got armed, they've got armed, they're a bunch of thugs with suits on and sunglasses in the dark. And then you start attacking them and then a fucking, the second pair of robot arms come out of their backs. But guess what? I got the keys and I hacked the mainframe and it shorted them out. Made everything. I made them. I made their eyeballs or cybernetic eyeballs think that each other are me, and they turn their they turn their snub nosed submachine guns on each other. This sounds like the plot of Jack Wharton. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Jack Wharton. Jack Wharton <laughs> novel. This sounds very. That, there, there is a scene of that in uh, Jack Wharton in Neon <laughs> City. so way back in episode six we discussed an experiment involving neanderthal mini brains neanderthal neanderthal the h is silent neanderthal Uh, now another mini brain experiment like a fool this time with what some people might say were human mini brains did you just make the h silent did you just say Uh, human human no no comment Anyway, this is being what conducted is happening? at University. Like, like, what is happening stop. I don't like here? This. this is Mr. Ohio newscaster accent. You're dropping the H. You are trying to sound like a liberal elite right now. Right. Like you're just using language right. in a way that that is more just effete than the rest of us. So this research is being conducted at University Hospital Dusseldorf. To make mini brains, skin cells are taken from adults, reverted to stem cells, and placed in a culture that mimics the environment of a developing brain. This turns them into a pea-sized brain model that can be used to study the brain. In this experiment, the research team grew mini brains complete with rudimentary eye structures. What surprised researchers is that these eye structures were functional. They could sense light and send signals to the rest of the brain. Even lens and corona tissue formed. Researchers said this was surprising because retinal nerve fibers had never been seen connecting with brain tissue in an in vitro setting before. It is believed these mini-brains will help to study brain-eye interactions and will help in retinal drug testing and transplantation therapies. So, Mike, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have to go for you for confirmation on this okay. isn't there a character in tmnt or the teenage mutant ninja turtles yes that's a hundred percent what i was thinking this okay. is a krang scenario yes. uh-huh. this is a these things are ready to be shoved into the stomachs of a synthesoid not an android a synthesoid to run around with arms stiff into the sides, just knocking things over. I saw a picture of this. I've seen a picture of this story. I've seen a picture of the eye stocks, and it looks like a Krang. 
I don't want to be too reactionary at this, but do these mini brains have souls? That's the question. Where's where where are their crazy people throwing a fit in front of a clinic? Uh, I bet there's some. In the article I read, there was a lot of discussion about whether you know where it's ethical, how long it's ethical to keep mini brains. I guess after two months, some mini brains start to have brainwave activity, and then they panic and destroy them. But usually oh, they're destroyed prior to uh, any kind of brainwave. Activity. Oh no, it might be sentient. Kill it. Is that yeah. the? Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's the cool. human way. Way to go, Dusseldorf. Bunch of Dusseldorks, right, Mike? Well, yeah, this sound, this does sound like the work of Devin, the evil Doctor Ivermectin. <laughs> Doctor Iver. Ivermectin. 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 Oh, the Doctor. brains are starting to feel kills him. No waves, kills the brain. Next brain, please. Next brain. I love the idea of them panicking. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! That's right. Here we can try this. Hey, doctors, I this brain seems to be. I can detect brain waves going on. Good God, kill the brain! I don't know what accent that was. Kill it, but make it painful. Make sure it dies a painful death. This is so we can record its 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 brain woes. It's getting very Scandinavian, and it does sound like another plot point in <laughs> hey, a Jack just... Wharton novel. This is—I feel like we're writing the, well, the whole yes. series is happening right now. Yeah, Ivermectin, Doctor Ivermectin, <laughs> Doctor Ivermectin is one of Jack Wharton's. He's in Jack Wharton's rogue rogues gallery of villains. <laughs> At one point, Doctor Mectin takes off his lab coat. And you can see that there's a second mini brain growing out of the back of his neck. I told you I had eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> this was true. And he takes it off and you see this like squirmy little brain with these two black eyes looking around all googly. Got googly eyes? Yeah. Pretty much. Wow. Also, he he he, he killed uh, one of Jack Wharton's women. It was a it was a girl that it was a girl that he had sex with three times, right. and he was starting to develop feelings for her. He killed her, and it made Jack Wharton mad. <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's his inspiration. That's the one that got away. The one that he had sex with three occasions is it one time i remember he's like as the end of a end of into one of the books he's kind of saved the day against one of the villains he's sitting on top of the s71 blackbird on top of it that he just had to fly blindfolded yeah and he just goes like i'm tired of all my pieces of pussy getting killed Mectin, you killed my side piece. I get a very different image of who Jack Wharton is in my head right now. I thought he was, thought he was a friend of fur. These <laughs> changed along the series. Well, hey. this is so. This is before the backward skeletons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, were yeah. any of those backward skeletons? Did they have tongues? I'm just curious. Well, the real world hasn't bled into that world yet. We'll see. <laughs> well, I, I, but I do wonder, like, uh, if we can create... I mean, they're not sentient yet, I guess, right? They just, like, 
mean, what do they think? It just means that there's some electricity going from. Yeah, there's no brain waves, so the brain isn't. It's not like it could. It's it's not like an organism processing things. It's literally just stimulation between different points. The stimulation just be constant and total pain. <laughs> for being... I mean, you know, you could work on that in your lab. Well, they wouldn't have nerves, would they? I mean, it's all nerves. Yeah, it's there's nerve fibers, nerves, right? It's like hooking together different wires, and, and you make a connection. So it's not quite processing. You know, it sounds yet. like Mike. Hmm. It sounds like science was so focused on whether or not they could, they never asked themselves if they should. Should, yeah. And with that, let's go to the next story, Kevin. Yeah. With those poignant right. words, I would like to say that the next story will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's sort of relevant to the next story. Uh, this story comes to us from the New York Times. Paper records. Of record, record. Elizabeth Johnson Jr. was tried and convicted of witchcraft during the Salem Witch Trials. In 1693, she was sentenced to death. Good. But she was granted a reprieve yeah. by the governor of Massachusetts and died in 1747, around the age of 77. Why was she giving me a reprieve? Because she cast a spell and made them think that she wasn't one? Because everybody makes a big deal about these witches that get uh, falsely convicted of murder. But what about the, the or falsely convicted of being witches? But what about the witches that were being witches? Thank you, Mike. Nobody ever talks about that. She she seems to be mental, have been mentally ill in some kind of way. And so... Well, to be a witch, you'd have to be. I mean, I don't yeah. think that's surprising. <laughs> yeah, you would have to be crazy in... You'd have to be insane in the membrane if you're going to turn your back on God and and, and, and worship uh, fucking, you know, big nose wart lady, old ladies and the dark arts and, and Ouija boards and stuff. It's a very youth minister of you. You have to be insane yeah. in the membrane. You'd have to be loco in the cabeza to, t- to turn down the chance to go to heaven. It's a compelling argument. Well, you have to be. You have to be Fruit Loops <laughs> to choose the darkness over light. Okay, most of the Salem residents who were wrongly convicted of witchcraft were exonerated. In fact. In the 1950s, Massachusetts passed a law exonerating the people found guilty during the Salem witch trials who had not been pardoned, but it failed to include everyone's name. Then, in 2001, another bill was passed that included everyone except Elizabeth Johnson Jr. Sounds like she was a witch. Sounds like, a witch. Sounds <laughs> like she was a witch. Is that, is that why she escaped execution? Well, yeah, Mike, just this time she cast a spell. I, this, but I do think every time they like exonerate someone like a you know hundreds of years, it's like thanks, I guess you know they're you know isn't okay. it like the Mormons baptizing people who are dead? Yeah, yeah kind of. It's like you can you can uh, you can exonerate her now. She's still in hell, mm-hmm. consorting <laughs> with Satan. Yeah, she made some kind of deal with him. Yep. So now in eighth grade civics class in North Andover, Massachusetts, is seeking to clear Elizabeth Johnson Jr.'s name with a bill it crafted. In March, the bill was introduced in the Massachusetts Senate. It has received a hearing in July and may come up for a vote before the end of the year. Hey, Kevin, I have have a question. I think we've established that you're a lawyer on this show. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, I'm wondering what, how can a governmental entity, which is the state of Massachusetts, take action on something that occurred before they existed. 
Like what, what authority would they have to clear anybody's name prior to the formation of the state of Massachusetts? You could theoretically do that under the common law. I mean, it is one continuous series of laws. Like I could cite Massachusetts law from uh, 1693 in terms of how we do things today, because it does build upon that prior uh, law. I find your answer dubious. I mean, realistically, it's all just to make us feel better. Okay, well, I don't feel better because it sounds like we're letting a witch off the hook. Yeah. Uh, it looks like Mark's been handed a document. Mark's been yeah. handed a document. What is the document, Mark? This is called the Philadelphia Trumpet. The Tyranny of Science, it says. And oh. uh, this is a extreme far-right-wing insane magazine that Dana comes across, I believe, at the library. Jesus Christ. Just read us a good headline somewhere. Yeah, well, the tyranny of science is the, on the cover. What's a good headline from... The danger in putting faith in a false messiah, talking about the tyranny of science. Is that ivermectin? Oh, it's a picture of Fauci! Tyranny of science, Anthony Fauci. For the listener, Mark is holding up a magazine where a full page has been dedicated to... That son of a Bitch, Fauci. <laughs> Fauci, who Mike has established, and it's Whoa. now in the canon of INS, despises Dr. Fauci. I want to get into the octagon with him so bad. <laughs> would you beat Chuck Norris in the octagon just to get to Fauci? I would try. He's dead. He's, he's, he's 97 years yeah, old. True. I think it would be. Chuck Norris? Yeah, Chucky. He's yeah. old. Did we talk about him eating that rat before? Oh, yeah. How many rats did he have to eat in the filming of Missing in Action? Have well, I remember there's that, there's that scene where he goes, I bet I can eat uh, 72 rats. And then he eats all of them. And then just lays down in a Christ pose with a distended Wait, belly. Isn't, isn't that Cool Hand Luke? No. Missing in Action. Yeah, missing in Action. Yeah. I want to know why our liberal elite news source... Uh-huh. Kevin Harrison has yet to bring us an article from yeah the Philadelphia Trumpet. You know, I, I have I've yet to find anything that meets our high uh, editorial standards. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> breaking my own my get... breaking my own rules here. But wh- here's another. Uh, yeah, why why is July Fourth suddenly scandalous? Is the title what? of this article? It is has a picture of different uh, U.S. icons being toppled over. Right, they're destroying our history, guys. Uh, it's always it's just one person on Twitter that's probably a troll and doesn't even mean it. Goes, you know, a bunch of bad shit happened in this country. We shouldn't do Fourth of July, and you know, then the the whole right rallies together like it's this thing that's actually happening that they're actually not going to be allowed to eat the, their their beloved hot dogs that that day. <laughs> Man, I love the 4th of July. It's the best holiday of the year. Is it, are, are you telling me that it's, Mike, all I heard from you just said was that my favorite holiday is under threat of being... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly... Essentially, that's what is uh, the way it's being delivered. One person on Twitter said that. Well, they wouldn't say it if there wasn't something to it, Kevin. Well, they wouldn't have an account going if they didn't have some authority. Right. Not anybody can sign up for one of those. They don't just give those things to anybody. Yeah. yeah. So let me finish. Let me just finish this story real quick. I got one sentence. All Which right. one? In all, are we still talking about mini brains? No, no, we're we're uh, we're talking about the uh, witchcraft. 
Oh yeah, that the witch. Oh, yeah, yeah. In all, twenty-eight members of Johnson's family were accused of witchcraft, including her, her mother, several of her aunts, and her grandfather, who was a minister. This just lends more credence to the idea that she was a witch, because of yeah. course they're all going to be in a family together. That's how you stay you, hidden for so long. Are you saying witchcraft mm-hmm. is genetic? No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying that traditions are passed down through families and it sounds like the religious doctrine sorting with satan is something that was passed down in the johnson family yep they say he's a friend of the family all all the way to ben ben johnson yeah guest of the show (laughs) seven episodes ago our next story i'm going to try to convince mark to put this on the patreon but yeah so so for anybody who's not on the patreon you're not going to get this next story it's special for the patreon members and there's a kitty in it. Cat, that is. Meow. Away. Her. Well, I think I think we did it, guys. I think that wraps up another week of the International News Service. Check it us does, out Kevin. on across the internet at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Uh, check out our Patreon. Check out our merch store on Redbubble. And uh, rate, re- review, and subscribe and tell a friend about us. We'll see you next week. Tell two friends. Tell two friends about us. You're not not doing enough if you just tell one. You'll never get into the sick motherfuckers if you only tell one friend. (laughs) Real sick motherfuckers tell two to seven friends. (laughs) And if if somebody says, I don't have time to listen to that, fucking put a vinegaroon in their fucking mouth (laughs) when they're asleep. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. INS, the news you need.